All right, guys, what's up? We are back. First and foremost, please make sure you like, subscribe to the channel, comment. I know our reels are popping off, so we're starting to be in that real algorithm, but, you know, we want to make these long-form ones popping for you. But today's going to be a little short and sweet. I'm out here in Arizona again, as you could tell. I'm sure you've seen this background countless times now already. And um, I'm here for my other job and to visit my family. It's cool. Get to do both. Nice. But we have a big fight card tomorrow, and I couldn't miss this one because it has one of my favorite fighters on it. And I'm hella excited about it. Um, it's UFC 295, and we're going to jump straight into this bad boy. Um, we got... Yuri Prohashka versus Alex Pieta. Man, this fight's gonna be, this fight's gonna be fun. Um, it's either gonna be really fun or it's gonna be over very quick. And there's the reasoning why. Both of these guys, you know, they've shown Pieta got hit with at, by Jan at light heavyweight and did really well. Like his chin held up and everything like that, right? So it kind of to me shows like, okay, that cut might have been. Might have been it. Obviously, it was probably it, but, you know, we wouldn't have known until he went up to light heavyweight. He went up, was able to take some shots for Jan, and we know Jan has that Polish power. So, he was able to take it and stay up, right? Um, but the thing with both of these guys is that they get hit. They both get hit. I mean, they both do. Alex Pierre likes to step back, his head up high, you know, his hands... He naturally has his hands down low, and so does Yuri. Yuri straight up punches from his hips sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And, like, even Yuri in the Dominic Reyes fight, he won and stuff, but he was getting hit a lot, you know? And he gets tagged. So, for me, it's going to be, because obviously I feel like both of these guys punch really hard. I think Alex Pieta has shown that he has more of the power in his hands. Granted, he was at uh, middleweight, right? But the thing is, also, is Pieta also fought light heavyweight in kickboxing and also nuked people in kickboxing at light heavyweight. So him being up at a heavier weight class, knocking people out, isn't new. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, he does have some of the most decorated striking. Yuri Pahashka is a very solid stance guy. He's not really, like, jumpy, light on his feet. He's very planted. And I feel like that makes it easier and easier for Pieta to land those tricky little calf kicks that he throws and leg kicks that he throws. I just honestly, I feel like we're going to see Pieta finish Yuri Prohashka maybe rounds two or three. I think he's going to use that leg kick very well. Um, kind of beat up his leg, slow him down, and then just be able to kind of start landing even better power shots on the feet. Um, but this one's a really hard fight for me to pick. Alex is, I'm a big Alex Pieta fan, um, but he does get hit. And if Yuri hits people, I mean, he's shown that he can put people out. Um, but I do think we're going to see and new on the Alex side this time. And he's going to be both time going to be the met the light heavy will jump be under. He's going to do his whole little thing, you know. Hey, so I'm excited for that, dude. This fight. If you follow me from our, my old show, I've been saying, been saying that Tom Aspinall was going to be the heavyweight champion. Just needed to get there. And I think, he, I mean, I finally see here. It's interim. And honestly, I would, for these guys, I would look at this as a straight up title fight because 
Jones being older, tearing his pec, like, off the bone and stuff. Who knows if he's actually going to come back now? You know what I'm saying? They said it's an eighth, eight-month recovery time. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's already, like, he's not he's not old, don't get me wrong, but he's not young. And that's a long time, and he's already been off for a while, and he was off for a while before that. So, you know, Jones is the greatest, though. He could probably still come back even if he was, like, 40 and still beat, you know, 95% of the roster. So, but anyways, back to this fight. Interim title fight. You got Sergey Pavlovich versus Tom Aspinall. This is a fun fight though because Sergey ain't no walk in the park, man. He's he's been walking in the park. He's been literally just walking through everybody, getting first round finishes. I think the only time he lost was to Alistair Overeem. That was a long time ago, and ever since then, I mean, he's just been literally walking through people. First round finish after first round finish after first round finish after first. I think he had, he's like about to tie the the record for like knockouts. He's like about to tie Chuck Liddell. Or he's about to beat him. But the crazy thing is, Tom Aspinall has the first shortage average fight time in UFC, and Sergey has the second. They both have crazy knock first round knockouts and finishes. So this fight's gonna be a banger. This fight, I feel like, will. This is gonna be one of those fights where it's gonna be a boring three round fight. Or sorry, I think it's five actually. It's going to be a boring five round fight because they're both not going to want to tee off and do their thing because they both know how like, how good each other is. Or it's going to be one of those super fast fights where one of them is just going to get caught with some quick. Um, but either way, in either of those scenarios, I think Tom Aspinall is going to be the guy. Tom Aspinall is big as hell too, bro. He's 6'5", 260. And he's so agile. He's so fast and light on his feet. But Sergey, you know, he's just a powerhouse, bro. You could tell he's huge, and you could tell he hits hard. But at this weight class, bro, and we've seen him finish before. Uh, Overeem did knock him out on on the ground. And Tom Aspinall, even though he has amazing striking, once he gets people to the ground, because that was like his first thing was jujitsu. Once he gets people to the ground, it's over, bro. He, he, he takes these ones, you know, he takes those fights. So I think we're going to see um, Tom Aspinall get this fight done, either in he's going to get the finish early or he's going to win the decision. Um, I could see the fight going either way where it's going to be a long, kind of not boring, but, you know, they're going to be very smart because they know, you know, and I feel like there's going to be, if it goes to that decision, there's going to be a lot of times where one gets rocked and everybody's like, ah, and then another one gets rocked and another, ah, you know what I'm saying? So, but I got Tom Aspinall. Next fight, Jessica Andrade versus uh, Mackenzie Dern, the baddie of all baddies. <laughs> um, this one's interesting. You know, I like Mackenzie Dern. It just, for me, it's just her striking. You know, obviously, her jiu-jitsu is top-notch, the best in the division. But her striking, was just, is, for a while, was just so far behind everybody in She's catching up. She's getting better. But, I mean, it's still just like at, she's at she, because of her jiu-jitsu right, she got such to the high level so fast that she was fighting girls with just such good striking. And if you couldn't, if she can't take them and hold them down, then she's not going to win most of the time because a lot of these girls have good striking. This one's a better fight for her, number one, because Andrade is shorter than her. So she's not having to, like, deal with a long reach. Um because Mackenzie Dern finally has technically a reach advantage. 
Um, and Jessica Andrade, she's not really, I wouldn't say she's like a super technical striker. She's more of like a brawler. She throws her punches wide, looping. Um, and so does Mackenzie Dern. And Mackenzie Dern, you know, mixes it in and throws straight punches sometimes. Now, she's getting better. So I think this one, this fight is better for Mackenzie Dern for a striker-wise because Andrade isn't, like I said, she's not necessarily like a, oh, she's a technical strike, you know what I'm saying? So Andrade is strong, though, and it's a three-round fight. Um, Mackenzie Dern would I – don't, I don't think she's knocking – <laughs> Jessica Andrade out. She's gonna have to submit her or win a decision, and I could see her winning a decision. You know, I feel like she she might be good. She's in really good shape now. Mackenzie during when she first came into the UFC, she's having all the weight miss problems and stuff like that. But she's in ever since she had her she had her uh, her daughter, and she's been in crazy shape ever since then. So I'm excited for this one. Um, this one's a really hard one to pick because I want to pick Mackenzie Darren, but then I also want to say, like, Jessica Andrade, she's just been fighting everybody. But I think that's why I am going to choose Mackenzie Dern. I think uh, Jessica Andrade is kind of coming towards the end of the career. You know what I'm saying? She's done a lot of cool things, fought good people. She beat Rose that one time, even though she was getting pieced the hell up and then slammed her on her head. But she was the champ. Um, she fought all the top girls, so... Uh, Good test for Mackenzie Dern. She's finally getting like a uh, a former champion, and but I think I think Mackenzie Dern can get it done. I think she's gonna. I think we're gonna see a decision win by Mackenzie Dern in this fight. Um, Matt Favolo versus Benoit Saint Denis Denise. Man, this fight's gonna. This fight right here has fight of the night written all over it, because we've both seen them finish people. Um, Matt Favola's tough. I mean, we have seen him, like, you know, finish with one punch and shit like that. But Benoit, 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 and Benoit, Benoit, I don't know. Uh, he's tough, bro. He had that one fight, I'm pretty sure, where, like, he was just getting just annihilated. Refner stop, dude, and he just kept going, bro. He's tough, my guy. So I'm excited for this one, man. This one's going to be really, really good. Um yeah, I just, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, that, this one's so hard for me to pick because they're both tough. They can both finish it. I think I'm going to go Matt Frivola. I think the he got he lost to Terrence McKinney, I believe. But then ever since then, just been on a tear. I think it's confidence is there. He's a big dude, too. I saw him at the UFC PI last time I was there. He's a big, he's a big boy. So I think Matt Frivola is going to take that one. And then finally, we got Diego Lopez versus Pat Sabatini. I like this Diego Lopez guy, man. And, you know, you would look at his record. Right? He's 22 and 6. He came into the UFC um, on very short notice, fought a very good guy. He, I think he lost that fight, but then ever since that, that was such short notice. And he came in and went all rounds, was in a, in crazy exciting fight literally gained a huge fan base from that and he trains with like grasso and corners her a lot and he ever since then he's just been winning man he's been so good and his fights are so exciting he's good literally everywhere man he's fighting pat sabatini who's also very good though um but i'm gonna go with diego lopez i think right now he's on one of those those rises where his skills there everything's already been there but he just has so much like hype and fan base behind him and just 
that confidence from all that. I think he's just he's super confident right now. He's training hard. And I think because, you know, he does have that record, right? 22 and 6. That's a lot of fights. He has a lot of uh a lot of time under his belt fighting and yeah, man, I think uh I think he's going to get it done, bro. I think we're going to see him submit Pat, Pat Sabatini, honestly. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. But yeah, man, real quick. Your boy. I got Alex Pieta. He's going to win by third round decision. Or sorry. Decision. I'm tired. I just woke up. No, man, my bad. <laughs> a third round decision. Uh, they're going to stop the fight. Even though it's five rounds, they're going to stop the fight at three rounds. And be like, nah, Alex, you got this, bro. <laughs> I got Alex Pieta. Winning by third round stoppage or decision. I got Tom Aspinall winning by first round knockout. I got Mackenzie Dern winning by three round decision. Matt Frivola winning with the decision. And Diego Lopez winning this with the submission, bro. Let's go. Let's try and land all these fights. Just do the Poton, you know. You know what I'm saying? And let's go, man. I'm excited for this fight card, guys. Please make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Tell me if you think I'm wrong, who you think, who you think will win, who you do, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, bro, we out.